The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. And joining this week, all the way from, well, it's also the name of a song of one of my favorite groups, Men at Work, all the way from the land down under. And I don't know why I tried to do a poor Aussie <laughs> accent. Oh, that was that. Aussie. <laughs> um, but he's actually from New, uh, North South Wales. Wait, New South Wales. Sydney, New South Wales, yes. See, I remember some, and he's <laughs> talking to us from the future. It's Matt from Three Men and a Baby Yoda podcast. Yes, podcast. How Thanks for having me on, doing? guys. So, so what Thanks is our, for coming on? What is our future I love the look name like? Of show. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Thank you. We uh, we just uh, having started the podcast only last year. Most of the good ones are taken, i.e. Wookiee Radio, like Red Five. It's hard to come up with something original and new, and we have two dads in our in our in our group, so we thought three men and a baby Yoda podcast would uh, wouldn't be taken, and it wasn't. So uh, we jumped on it. Well, I, no, the feeling we started our show almost five years ago. And we're like, what do we name it? And I, we were thinking outer rim, this cantina, that, and then. I don't know who came up with the idea of Wookiee Radio. I don't know if it's the one I just threw out there. So what about Wookiee Radio? We all seem to like it. We did the internet check. Not there. I did the Facebook check. It's like, well, that was some South American group that had it, and they stopped doing anything with it two years prior, and they spelt it with one E, not two. I'm like, forget it. It's ours. Rolling with it. Nice. Wicked. So we, we've been solid since. Um so, I totally space or it's gone. Oh, 
St. Patrick's Day for us here. Um, so obviously a great Celtic rock band named Bodactin out of uh, the island area of Quebec. You know, as Alex and... Dog, oh I forgot his name. Anyways, the guys from Bodactin who did our theme song for us, a couple of the guys from Bodactin. Uh, Alex and... and Doggone it. I haven't seen them in forever. That's why I keep forgetting their names. I want to say Alex and Luke, which would be appropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex did most of it. Uh, shoot, now I got to go to Facebook and look. The joys of podcasting on air. <laughs> Thankfully, we're not live. It's recorded, but you know what? I'm still leaving this in. It's what makes it fun and entertaining. Uh, all right. So we have is Alex. Really, guys? Your Facebook page? You don't list the band anymore? <laughs> what fun is that? Uh, yes, Luke on bagpipes. <laughs> I was right. So, um... So, yeah, we always thank those guys when we can. And of course, a nice Celtic vibe to Star Wars for, for our show. Um, while I'm still just thinking of things and getting things through and trying to get my man, mind back on track, how do you guys feel about a little... <laughs> Smuggler's Feud. You want a real answer for that? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's That's no that fair. Real. Matt's in the future. He has. He already has the answers. Uh, maybe <laughs> not. But I, actually, he may because this game actually was released first in his neck of the woods before it was released here. Uh, it's based on the on the card game St- Star Wars Family Feud. Yeah. Um, but we played a little different. Instead of one side getting three, you know, playing until they either clear the board or three strikes, we go back and forth. Uh, first, per, the team w- who gets the highest ranked answer wins um, in case of a tie or the f- first team to to get th- in case of a tie. For instance, if both teams get three strikes in the same round or we clear the board, whoever got the highest answer wins. But ever also, but whoever gets three strikes and the other team doesn't in the same round, the one who didn't get the three strikes wins. A little okay. different. You should write these down so you just read them I off. I should. I'm telling you, I'm just having a You great. made the rules and you can never remember them. <laughs> I did yeah, make the you rules. Should just, you should just pre-record it. <laughs> I should pre-record it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's one of those weeks because I'll tell you, it was I, a, around a year ago. This time, this was like this a year ago. This was my second day sitting at home, knowing not knowing when I was going back to work because the parks are closed because yeah. we were going to flatten the curve and, and all that, and we just didn't know. Um, and, and we just came out of spring break, and right now or, I'm on spring. Uh, I, Go ahead, Derek. I'm sure Ken has a story too. Just like I have a story of this is this time last year, everybody was being stuck at home, and I was still forced to go to a job that they considered essential, but, but which I really did not. So I had to go yeah. out into the wild and deal with it all. See, I, my weird rule was I've not missed any work at all. And see, we were still not knowing what was going to happen with Zoe's school. 
we had just gotten out of spring break, all that, uh, because the 15th was the one year anniversary of our last day open before we closed starting the 16th. Um, so for me, I'm like kind of in the, I'm so scattered brain this week. It's like this spring break. I have a schedule for next week. Just like what I did last year. Let me get to next Tuesday when I return to work and actually return to work. And then things will almost be kind of back to normal. Well, It'll be interesting, Matt. What? How did all this go down where you're at, down in Australia? Because we know how America handled all this stuff, but how did it start up and go there? Because I've not heard anything from like both of the other rest of the world. Yeah, that would be interesting to hear. That would be cool. Sure, Matt. Yeah, I mean, look, we've had our we've had our issues, but it's it's pretty much we're one of the safest places on earth at the moment. I mean, we've mm. had our lockdowns. I mean, obviously. It hit, 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 hit us around March, March, April last year, and the worst of it happened in Sydney when this this um, cruise ship that was infested with COVID, they released everyone off the off the docks into the general public, and that caused a massive statewide lockdown. We seem to, you know, because Australia is an island and we're quite remote, we're able to close off the borders pretty quickly and. You know, people can't just come in. You have to, you know, sail in. So we've been able to manage certain things. And and the biggest problem has been mostly from we had this awful incident where some security guards at the the hotels were uh, engaging with the the, uh, quarantine guests. And then that caused a mass breakout in Melbourne. And they went on a three to four month lockdown which is uh, about a thousand kilometers south of here. And, um, but we're relatively COVID free now. I think we've had like 55 days COVID free. Oh, wow. Hamilton's, Hamilton's playing. The only place in the world is where um, the theater's going. We've got, we've got sport happening up and stuff with, with crowds. So, um, you know, you can flatten the curve and I don't, I would recommend, you know, the masks and the, and the social distancing. It, it has worked. Um, but I mean, I guess you know we only have twenty million people here, whereas in America, where there's like four hundred million, so yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot mm-hmm. harder when you when Trump is in charge as well. Like um... <laughs> now, are y'all still? Even though y'all been COVID, no new COVID cases for fifty five days, y'all still masks and social distance or? Yeah, I mean, look, we're all social distancing to a certain degree. Like, um, you know, there are certain places where you have to have your mask. I mean, I got my mask here. It's uh, Revenge of the Sith. You know, make, making good use of the the mask. Oh, very cool. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I guess it's it's masks on public transport. Um, you know, it was like two people a lift. Now it's like four people a lift. I think it increases six. Cause me and my wife, we're um, we're expecting a baby any day now. So, oh, congrats! It's amazing. Thank you, thank you. This, this might be my last podcast before, as as a as as, as a single man, or not single man, but just no child man. So um, <laughs> yeah, I mean the hospitals are interesting. Like, you you got to check in. Everything's QR codes, stickers. Um, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. Like the way life has changed, and you know, a year ago, you know, it's, it's just been a really, really chaotic year. Like. Um, like nothing we've ever seen before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, getting back to the game, um, I have three cards. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> I have three cards. Uh, pick one, two, or three, Matt. Three. Three card Marnie? No. 
<laughs> card three. Okay. This is Matt's fault for picking this card, guys. Just saying. Oh, boy. Question Whoa. seven answers on the board. Okay. Well, I pulled the cards, but I didn't look at it. <laughs> I pulled it and put it face down right away. Um, seven answers on the board. What do you think is Admiral Akbar's favorite food? Hmm. What do you think is Admiral Akbar's favorite food? And Matt, we'll start with you first. I'm going to go with sardines. Uh, looking at the answers, unfortunately, I have to go. Mm. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That means he was in the right ballpark, though. Right ballpark, but it's. Hmm. Any ideas, Ken? I'm thinking general fish, but. Is that too general? I know. Go for it. Sure. Let's say fish. Number one answer, fish or seafood. Okay. Hmm. So now we're going to have to go general with these. Uh, well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Matt? Um, sorry. Uh, plankton. Number two. Yes. And sardine is a fish. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When you hear the other answer, you'll understand why. Uh, How about seaweed? Not a vegetarian, huh? Not a vegetarian. But apparently a uh, a cannibal. (laughs) Oh. Was it Ken's answer yeah, or mine? Matt. It's back oh, to you, so Matt. Ca- calamari? Mm. Oh. Hmm. No? This is actually one of the tougher questions that we've had yeah. in a while. I'm trying to think, what else would, it's definitely, would sushi think get in there? It's technically... Number four. Oh, okay. <laughs> back to really? Matt. That's I know. weird. I was like, that's seafood, seafood, but then again, these questions have no rhyme or reason on the answers usually. <laughs> Yeah, uh, which is why I love the game so much. <laughs> I love how Star Warsy the answers are. Yeah, back to Matt. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't realize sushi, sushi was yeah. down. Yeah, is it my answer again? It is your. Yeah, it's your turn. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna get fish and chips. Oh dear. Close fish fingers. I would say fish and chips. Okay, because it's breaded fish fingers. Fish fingers. Yeah, fingers. Everywhere but America, that's fish sticks. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere outside of here. Like I said, this started. This was released. How first. many do we have done now? Uh, one, two, three. Gotten four. There's three left. Even though there was already fish and seafood, I don't know. Derek, I got the last one. So what do you got? <sighs> Crab. Mm. Ooh, mm. shrimp. Mm. That's third strike. Mm. Yikes. Lucky Radio. Can you... Who's got how many strikes? It's... Well, Matt got three strikes, so Lucky Radio has two. So in the case of a tie, Lucky Radio will win because of having the number one answer. Yeah. What do you think, Derek? Can we get one more? Uh, 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 uh. Do like lobster? I don't know. We tried all the rest of the shellfish. Lobster or mussels is what I was thinking. Um, hmm, hmm, interesting. Uh, 
Yeah, more. Yeah, either one of those, I guess. Let's go lobster. Yes. But Wookie. So, Radio, what were the other answers? Because of the tie, Wookie Radio does win. Uh, number six, cereal. <laughs> cereal. I just Wait, yeah. wasn't that one of the jokes from like Robot Chicken or something? Was Akbar cereals? Yes, that's probably where the people got the answer. From. Uh, yeah, number five, fast food. And number, uh, and number three, fish food. Fish food, really? Okay. Wow. I just read the answers. I don't. Um, we're gonna play that all night. No one's getting fish food. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think anyone would get fish fingers, <laughs> but you know, that's why with sardines, it's like okay, you know, since it's both a mix of specific with the plankton and the generic, I I couldn't give that one as a as an answer. No, no, I took okay. care. So, um, I was actually a guest on a Star Wars YouTube show earlier this week, and we we talked about uh, the Force. Which is stronger, light side or dark side? Or or which would be... Um, Don't stop right there because that's already been answered in the movie. <laughs> uh, I was trying, trying to remember how... Or which is harder to, to stay a part of, light side or dark side? Or, or which is... Which is uh, I should have written this down the other day and I didn't. Just stupid me. But I'm double check my Twitter. See if you wrote something in here. Uh, Maybe which one's easier, um, harder to follow? No, it's, it's way, what is stronger, the the dark or the light? Um, and uh, you, know, you say it's already been answered in the movies, but truly has it? Well, Yoda said directly on it. Okay, that's Yoda from from light side point of view. Yeah, because we had Palpatine say dark side was stronger from, but he was talking from dark side point of view. I don't think he ever well, said that stronger. He said it, uh, it, it also depends on what you mean by stronger. Yeah. So, like, so let, let's take that into consideration. What would be considered stronger? Mm. How, how, how would you label, which side would you take is stronger, and, and why would you say that side's stronger? Well, Matt, you're the guest. Why don't you start off? Yeah, I mean, look, it's a tough one because, look, I mean, Luke says to Yoda, uh, is the dark side stronger? I think that's what you're referring to. And he says no. And I, I'm guessing that's if if you're Yoda, because you, as Yoda, you, you, your connection to the Force is, is so immense. You've got, you know, the most modichlorians, be the most powerful Force user, Grand Master. Whereas, you know, you see when people fall to the dark side, it's sort of like they get easy access to some very highly powerful abilities. Um but it, it almost causes them to have sort of like a half-life or I think the more, I don't know, you, attuned you get darker with the dark side, the, you, you know, your destiny sort of fades away or you bad stuff happens. Like Count Dooku, he was a Jedi, very powerful, and then went to another level as dark side. Um, but I don't know, I think that whole rule of two thing, they, they, they don't seem to stop looking for new recruits. And then as soon as someone better comes along, the weakest one gets cut from the herd. So, um, yeah, but at one point we, the rule two was, was broken. 
because you had Palpatine with uh, Dooku at one point, and then Dooku had Ventress and Grievous as apprentices. Mm. But you got to think, Grievous, as far as we know, had no Force ability at all. Right. He was a student, but he was not an apprentice, and Ventress was not Sith. Right. Ventress was a dark – would be probably dark Jedi. She was never a Sith. She even said she's not a Sith. Right, but she's still an apprentice. Dark side user, yes. But, see, the the rule of two is there could only be two Sith. Well, also, you got to think the rule of two was inst- was instituted only a couple of generations before the time that we see in the movies. Right. But or that, because remember, at one point there was an entire empire of Sith. Right. And, and, who, and who's to say that the world two isn't saying there can only be two Sith ever that the rule of two is just like with the Jedi. There's a rule of two. You have a master. If you have an apprentice, you have a master. When the mention of, of the role two came is when Maul was came out. Hey, we we have Sith. He, it looks like he's an apprentice. Well, role two, where there's an apprentice, there's a master. You see, the interesting thing is when they even mentioned that, they never Yoda never says that's in a rule. Mm, he just right. said there's always two of them. Right. That was actually added through the books. And, and like I said, yeah, I think uh, I think we have had an answer, <laughs> and uh, I don't think it was Yoda who gave us the answer. I think uh, I think the answer actually came from outside of the order, and uh, I think the the answer is neither is stronger than the other, but the true strength is in the balance between the two. You going Bendu? Yes. I was leaning towards the gray also because you got to think. Um, if you go outside of the actual canon of the movies, George Lucas was looking for these stories that were universal to everybody. And um, if you go, there's a lot of Eastern philosophy involved in that with the yin and the yang. There's always right. a balance between the light and the dark. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a very balanced thing. It all depends on how they're using it and what for what purpose. Right. And the person itself, their their ability to use whether or not. If you get someone like Yoda, if someone with the power of Yoda was flipped to the dark side, was using the dark side, imagine how much more powerful the dark side would look. Agreed. Right. Because you can't say the dark side is um, definitely 100% faster and easier because look what happened with Rey. Rey, first time she picked up a lightsaber, she's already um, like a master Jedi. Without even thinking about it, she's automatically a master Jedi. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It looks like it when they've made the movies, but still, it just depends on the person and their natural aptitude sometimes. Right. That also gets into, um, what you call it, the personality of the person, whether or not Mm. they automatically lean to the light or the dark. Right. Because when Yoda answered that question, he's basically just quoting the um, Jedi texts. Right. Mm-hmm. What's been ta- what's been taught for millennia? He's been taught it for nine hundred years. <laughs> but I, I still I still bring up uh, I'll, I'll I'll bring up the scenario if these movies were taken as if the Sith were the good guys, and all of a sudden, oh, we're running into a Jedi apprentice. I think the same comment would have been made if Yoda was. A Sith master, and it would have been where there's an apprentice, there's a master, there's always two. Yeah, there, there are, there's always two an apprentice and a master. Well, that it's, comes to you can't have a master who knows what they're doing unless someone taught them exactly. So by by definition, right, yeah. you have, to have at least two, especially since these are um, belief systems in almost the religions, it's not something natural like they woke up mm-hmm. and could do this to the, to the extent of what they can't do. Because there is some natural latent force ability that people have, get intuition. They get things like that. 
but you're not levitating objects unless someone shows you how to do it. Right. So unless there's a teacher, there can't be a Jedi or a Sith either way. Right. Now I say the the dark side's stronger because you don't because you don't have to spend as much energy trying to stay in the dark side. Whereas in the light side, you're constantly fighting the urges of not falling into the anger, not falling into you know, some of the other traps that lead you to the dark side. You're, you're constantly trying to stay away from the dark side. I don't I don't think that makes it stronger, though. It just makes it easier. Yeah. And you need more, you know, willpower and, um, you know, application to your training and staying balanced. Right. It's. Well, yeah. also, it's um, I disagree with the beginning of that one there a little bit, Mike, myself, because the Sith, it's all about power and gaining power. And um, the Jedi are putting all their effort into staying balanced and suppressing their emotions and stuff where the Sith had to put just as much effort into staying um, angry and finding that raw passion mm. and um, making sure that. Uh, also, all the conniving is if you're—they're always looking for a way to kill their master and find someone underneath them. Right. They have ju- it takes just right. as much effort and a bit in um, strength to do that as it does for a Jedi to suppress everything and stay away from their polar opposites. Where the Jedi takes everything to get rid of that emotion, get rid of attachment. The Sith is the act o- exact opposite. They're putting everything into finding that emotion and um, attaching, grabbing hold of um, power and holding it as tight as they can. And that's why I, a lot of times also you see um, in the history of Sith where we see uh, most of them have physical damage done to them, not through battles and stuff, but from the force itself, the dark side itself. If you think um, what happened with Palpatine, Pal- what happened to Palpatine, what, why he looked the way he did right. was his own force lightning. Right. Vader, you could say it was the same thing. It was um, his um, – Oh, his desire for the power and actually um, it, what happened, he lost to Obi-Wan because he could not see himself losing. He wanted the power. He was going to hold it. He was going to save the world or he was going to save the universe. So he could not – he would not back down and, th- and then um, that's what why Obi-Wan was able to defeat him. Okay, good points. So I guess consensus still is still balanced, not one truly stronger than the other in the long run. That's where I'm at. Yeah. It, se- it seems that, you know, whenever there seems to be one supremely powerful Jedi, you, you, you tend to get, you know, on the dark side, the equal, um, equal opposite on the other side. So what, what we've seen in the movies when the Jedi are in power and then obviously when the Empire and the Sith are in charge, like, it's hard, like, to... Uh, to give aside, you know, the win, really. Um, mm. Well, Obi-Wan also, remember, said everything depends on your point of view. As we've said on here before, there was millions and billions of beings in the universe that had no problem under the Empire. Because all the stuff that uh, the movies right. focused on, rebellion and all that, had nothing to do with these people. They're just living their lives on a planet. Oh, the Empire's in charge, but we that has nothing to do with us. I'm just worried about going and doing my job, getting my um, getting mm-hmm. my pay, going home and take care of my family. Right. The people that the people that are in charge galactically has they don't care. So from their point of view, the empire is not a problem at all. 
Okay. And, and because of the way the Empire propaganda machine would work, more than likely, if they did hear of any of the atrocities of the Empire, oh, well, that's stuff that this planet did something to actually get punished. They were rebelling against the rulers, so the rulers had to put down that rebellion. Yeah, and once and hey, if you know I'm still surviving each day fine and everything, then uh, that's not my problem. And really, if you look at it under the rule of the empire, it was generally a pe- more peaceful time. There was less pirates, less in certain areas. There was there was actually the, the empire was all about True. order and making sure everything ran right. under the rule of law. Now, I don't like sure. the empire, but that's looking at it from that point of view. You can make the argument that um, the Empire, even though the Sith were running it, I think there's only a handful of people that knew that um, Palpatine was a Sith Lord. Right. Mm. There was only a couple of people. I think like Masamita probably knew and his closest advisors. That's it. Right. That's why you think Dark Lord Sith is the top Sith. When you really think about it, when you really think about it, when Palpatine was killed – how many people do you think really cared about it? You know, like, oh, he's gone, so whatever. That doesn't really affect me much. Yeah. Yeah, we we always look at these movies and just the galaxy of Star Wars from the small window of the movies we've seen and the books we've read. Right. right. There's millions upon billions of planets and species and that we've never even heard of because it's never been written. Mm-hmm. Very true. That would be an interesting story. This is a story of something that happens on our planet that has nothing to do with the Empire or the Rebellion. It's just people living in yeah. the Star Wars universe. True. I mean, stormtroopers could be their best friend. Hey, how you doing? After you get off shift, let's go get a beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, um, I guess to carry on, great news came out uh, before a uh, day or two before we're recording um, about stuff coming to Disney Plus. And that great stuff is Caravan of Courage, Ewoks, The Battle of Endor. Star Wars Clone Wars Volume 1 Notice I said Star Wars Clone Wars Not Star Wars The Clone Wars Two different shows Star Wars Clone Wars Volume 2 Of course Volume 1 is two seasons Technically uh, Because I think it ran um, Six episodes And they took a break Then they did another six episodes uh, Each three minutes long Then season And then Volume 2 was Twelve five minute episodes um, if I remember right, so I know it was I have something. Th- I know the second half, the second volume was longer. Yeah, it was three. It was they were longer lengthwise, but both of them total out to two hours. It was hour each volume is an hour in length. Uh, we are getting Ewoks, Star Wars Ewoks season one and two, the original cartoon, mm-hmm. and the story of the faithful Wookiee. Which is the cartoon from the Star Wars Holiday Special. What are you guys most excited about? The the Jindy, uh, I can never say his name. Jindy, Yeah, Clone Wars. Yeah, definitely. No, I'd have to agree. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm really excited to see the the, the Clone Wars cartoons, the original ones. Um, I love that yeah, art I mean, style. Mm. Yeah. Mace Windu, apparently. I, I, I remember seeing, like, clips and memes and sort of things from the original, uh, that Clone Wars, and um, having never seen that, I just love the fact that there's new content 
that I'll have access to and get ready to uh, watch at lib as soon as it arrives. There is a great... It's a pretty good series. There's a great battle sequence in Season 2 between Anakin and Ventress. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, but we also get a character that never made it into the Clone Wars, from Clone Wars. That was Dirge. I absolutely love Dirge. Uh, I'm like... Where's Dirge? Which one was that? He he was a creature that I think if you chopped his arm off, it cr- it was able to crawl back to his arm. It's almost like he was made up of a bunch of uh, like a he's a symbiote, a different creature, uh, the same type of creature. Okay, I that sounds familiar. I've not I have the DVDs of this, but I've not seen it since like a year or two after it originally came out. For me, I'm most excited for the Ewoks, um, the two seasons of the animated series, because I already have Caravan of Courage and Battle for Endor on DVD. Right. I have the holiday special on a DVD, and I have um, the Clone Wars DVDs. So it's like that's the only thing that they've never released the entire the entire run, because if I remember, there's only two seasons of it anyway. I believe so. And so that's like and it's also was, season, was one season. I think just like the Muppets um, last month when they it was the first time you could ever get the entire run of the Muppets um, all in one place. I believe this is the first time you will ever be able to get the entire run of Ewoks um, all in one place since it aired in the mid 80s. Yes. uh, Two seasons, 26 episodes. And if you remember being a kid in the 80s. Um, after Return of the Jedi was done and those guys were gone, the Ewoks cartoon merch was everywhere. Oh, yeah. There were books and lunch by everything that they did for the movies they had done for these cartoons. Yeah. And you could tell that the Ewoks took off more than droids because there was nowhere near as much droid stuff. Just action figures, if you could find them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw more Ewok action figures than I did droids. Uh, droids only ran one season. It was 13 yeah. episodes and one special. Now, here here's the catch. Um, there's a question. You know, we're not seeing droids on this list. And the concern is there may be a, a question in regards to the um, royalty or the, the rights to the theme song. Hmm. On whether it, it could be whether they could get the rights to really? to play it is what I'm hearing. So you put them up there without the opening. It sounds or, like they haven't done something like that before. Or redo the opening. Well, that's why, like I, I mentioned, the Muppet Show. Yeah. There's two episodes of the Muppet Show that are not there. Yeah, one of them is not for right. One of them is for royalties. The other one is not. Well, right. You know, having the DVDs for the Muppet Show. There are episodes missing because they didn't have, they weren't able to get the licensing rights to, mm-hmm. for the music that was in that episode or 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 that number would be cut out of an episode because of, of rights. See, who who wrote the song for droids? Is it like an actual band someone's heard of or I I don't know. I don't even remember the song. Yeah. I'm afraid to play it. Look it up, play it, because I don't want the show pulled off. Uh, it's get, on, get it's on YouTube all over the place, so the, no one's yelling about it there. So I don't know. I think droids. They. I think what it is is Ewoks. They've um, all of these that they're putting up have been upgraded to HD, probably, and they may be working on droids. They uh-huh. just haven't put it up. It may be also after Bad Batch we make a droids. That way they have something may. to put in there after Bad Batch. Uh, the theme song is called "In Trouble Again." Yeah. Um, 
The song was written by Stuart Copeland of The Police and Derek Holt of Climax really? Blue Bands. Uh, in addition to writing the song, huh. uh, Copeland wow. served as its lead vocalist. Blew my mind. So, yeah, there's huh. pro- there's probably a rights issue there. That's interesting. That blew but, well, actually, for, at Christmas time, um, I was able to get the omnibus of the Droids and Ewoks um, comic books. Oh, the the Dark Horse stuff, yeah. Yeah, no, this was the old Marvel stuff. It was Star Comics that put out Droids oh, and Ewoks. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Mm. So now that I have that, now I can actually watch the Ewoks cartoons also. Well, I don't, I don't know if you guys... Of course, it doesn't translate on uh, audio, but right here is a series cell from the Ewoks cartoon. Back when Star Wars did the fan club, the hyperspace, there was one year they were sending out with your membership a cell from from the animated series. Was, oh, nice! And I was reading on the on the different you know Star Wars bulletin boards. Oh, I got a hand, or I got an eye, or I got an eye and some some fur and and part of a. The, the head cloth, and I just kept my mouth shut because I, I thought it would have been bad if so I said, well, I got one of the, the pet pack animals that they had. <laughs> and it's, it's a it's a good it's a good full image of the head and part of the front front part of the torso. Well, I think Lucasfilm has been teasing this for the last couple of years because about a couple of years ago, I know um, Vicky has I got her one of those mini backpack purses from um, I think it was Lounge Fly or something. And it was all the um, animated Ewoks all over it. Right. All the art on it was from the Ewoks car, um, animated show. And I saw th- sometime in the last two years or so, there's been a lot of T-shirts and everything else being put out with like Princess Nisa and Wicket and all these animated Ewok animated stuff. I think they were testing the waters to see if, how this merch moves to see whether or not P- there's a demand for the old Ewok show. I'm glad you said merch. Yeah, and I, I think we're going to do our, our partners over at Pop Insider proud when I ask this question of Matt. What is the merch situation like there in Australia? I mean, what what type of Star Wars merch do you guys have or get? Um, the, the merch situation is pretty good. I mean, you, you have to... Yeah, you have to find it. Like, um, but we still have our comic cons and and v- various events that we could do. I mean, I'll, I'll just turn my camera around so you can see my merch. So this is my home office sort of thing. So my sort of Star Wars shrine is around. But let me see if I can get this to work. Oh, I see okay. the posters. Posters are good. So uh, I've got the pop situation going off above the TV. Okay, and then and then uh, I got my. Toys and helmets and droids and pops and posters and lightsabers on the wall and and yeah that's uh, now we, we we don't we, we we find the merch somehow here as well don't you worry now are you having any problems getting the action figures the Hasbro uh, figures because I know in America it's a pain in the tail to actually get a hold of any of that. Yeah, I'm not not big on the action figures. I, I think that part, particular part of the market for us is completely we're, we're in the dark there. Like we don't we don't get much of an allotment, and um, it's I'm hearing you know it's only on your shelves for like two or three minutes, and then they're all gone, and it's 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 quite difficult. Sounds like here. Mm-hmm. It depends on on the area. Two different areas have different saturations of things. Yeah. Like, uh, I laughed because the other day I went to my local Walmart 
And uh, you know the Frogman that you got, Mike, from Marvel, Marvel yeah, yeah. Legends, Frogman? There was three of them just sitting on the shelf. I, I saw two the other day uh, when we went to a Target. So I'm like, okay, cool. Whereas <laughs> here, Target and Walmart, the um, Star Wars pegs are totally empty. There is nothing hanging on there, them at all. There's not a lot on the pegs here. Yeah, there's there's only a couple things on here, too, I, on my I, local Walmart. I've been surprised. Uh, I haven't been into Walmart, but the two different Targets I went to, the peg warmers were Quill and Grief. Which I was shocked on. People aren't buying Carl mm. Weathers? No. Dude's <laughs> a legend. No, they're not buying Carl. But I'm, I'm finding I'm finding Quill and Grief everywhere. And then no I'm Star also War- and then I'm also finding some Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. No Rocky fans in the Star Wars fan fandom here. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you that Jar Jar Binks, as much as you know, he's not a fan favorite character. That sculpt looks nice. It looks nicer in person than in the pictures. I keep saying that's changing, though. Jar Jar becomes yeah, a, butt of a lot of jokes, but as the fan base is getting older and younger kids that um, were kids when those movies were out, they, they love Jar Jar. Well, it's the same with the they Ewoks. Have no problem with Jar Jar. Same with the Ewoks. Yeah. I don't know, because he's been sitting on my shelf, on the shelf at my store for a while. Nobody's touched him. Yeah. Well, it, it's like when when the first Star Wars Battlefront 2 came out and you had that free mode, I'd be on indoor as a sniper, go pick a high-end, you know, high and I kept sniping Ewoks all the time. I think that's what led to the revenge game in, in the newer Star Wars Battlefront well, 2 Ewok with Hunt. the Ewok Hunt. They get their revenge. That's a cool one where the troopers, you get your little bit of light, and then Ewoks actually have night vision. Yeah. Yeah. I still haven't figured out how to successfully get through the village to the landing landing spot. I haven't found the landing spot for the shuttle yet. I've made it there. I didn't make it on the shuttle. shuttle. I haven't found it yet. As soon as I... F- I, I think the next time I'm I get killed, I'm in Ewok mode. I'm gonna go hunt for where that shuttle is, so I have a rough idea where it's located, so I could try and get there next time. Um, now I'm a big Star Wars comic guy. Do you guys get Marvel comics, the, the Star Wars Marvel comics there, or is it like um, Germany or some places in Europe where it's a different different company that puts out? Where it's like, I know with Germany, is a company there, they get up three issues, and it comes out quarterly as the three issues per quarter in one book. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a bit tougher down here. Like, I mean, like, we don't have a lot of, you know, like those great comic book stores where, you know, you have your figurines, you got your pops, you got your comics. There's only, like, really, like, two or three in Sydney. Um but the, the, there is a big one that, that, that recently opened and it's trying to bring that back, but it's in the city where there was a huge lockdown. So it's, 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 it's struggling for business because um, the city was one of the, the main places to stay away from during right, right. this thing. And, and you know, with, with no customers, it, it makes things very difficult for comic book stores. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, we, we have the same releases and everything, but I don't know. I just don't think the distribution is as good. I, I think they have to go more for online and you can order it direct. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have that sort of, like, source where you can go to to um, to engage, which is, which is a little bit disappointing. So, I mean, it, it's really – I mean, I, I haven't been that big on the comic books because um, – 
just never had that sort of outlet during during my uh-huh. period. But but they are the same. They come out in, yeah, a, monthly, out. in a monthly fashion each title. I, I believe so. I'm, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure, yeah, that, that King's Comics in the city have a release date period for everything very similar to when things come out. I think it's just a little bit – might be a little bit da- delayed for the physical stuff coming from America or wherever they're printed. Um, so, yeah. They they might be a little bit on a little bit behind, but but not by much. So so y'all do get Marvel comics there in yes in your area. Yeah, huh, I wonder if they're labeled Marvel Australia. Let me look it up. I'll double check. If so, I may be I may be sending you some money because <laughs> my goal is is to try and get. I do have a a German Star Wars comic, and that's how I know it's three it's three ish, three monthly issues and one of their issues, and that's because they they put it out quarterly. Okay. Well, let, I'll I'll, uh, I'll 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 gladly make a trip to the comic book store just to uh, to check on stuff, and I'll uh, I'll yeah. do a little recon for you and see yeah, what they have. Let me know because I get one that that. You know, I got a you know Australia you know, or uh, oh, has your region of the world? I am so brain farty tonight. <laughs> I, I uh, New Zealand. Thank you. Why am I? You know Australia, New Zealand region of the world. That would be a fun one to add to the collection. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm looking here. They got like you know Marvel number two, number six. Like it seems like they got. The stuff, you know, there might be stuff that's rare in your area. They might have excess here. So let me know what to look for, and I'll uh, I'll do some digging. I, I'm just curious to see if it, if it's labeled uh, South Pacific different. or yeah, di- different than if, if it has a different uh, markings on it other than the typical Marvel markings. Something okay. that identifies that it comes from your your part of the world. Even if it's just the the price, you know, the price marking is is different. That would be cool too. Just that, you know, if it's the same book but the pricing is different, and maybe the ads are different in the back. That would be awesome. Okay, that'd be really I will. Cool. Uh, I'll make a trip and I'll take photos and I'll, uh, I'll I'll keep you. We'll do a live tweet or something on it. Yeah, keep you posted. <clears throat> yeah, we could do it. we could do that or do a live Instagram. Okay. Where, where we chat good. about Sounds it. Yeah, that, that could be a fun collaboration. So, um, you know, I, I forgot the most important part of this whole thing because we just had so much fun going right into it. Tell us a little bit about Three Men and a Baby Yoda. Yeah, okay. Um, so, look, I mean, I've been a Star Wars fan my whole life. Um, and with the pandemic hitting, you know, season one of The Mandalorian was just so good. It was, you know... It was fantastic. Like yes, we never, I'm sure we were all pretty nervous about what to expect from Star Wars TV, and they really just set it up set it up so amazingly. And you know, it was just that great week to week thing. And and then mm. the pandemic sort of hit. And I've always wanted to get into podcasting and 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 you know go to put myself out there and and talk with friends and and felt like, felt like I, I could do it. I just never. Um, Never really applied myself or put put the time or the effort in, and you know, being indoors for a very long period, um, I, 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 did, I did it slowly. I just bought a microphone, 
And then my wife was like, are you going to use it? I'm like, yes, yes, I'm just building up to it. I'm building up to it. Just just, just hold back. And then <laughs> season two of The Mandalorian started and you know, there was just, you know, so much goodness going on in terms of like YouTube channels. And then there's like pre-shows and post-shows and roundtables. And, and all of a sudden I went on a couple and then you know, just that buzz of that electricity and by the Ahsoka episode, I was just like, nah, that's it. We're doing it. I've got the name. I've got the logo sorted out, which, and we just recorded. And, you know, the rhythm was really good. It was a lot of good fun. And, you know, the band is good. I mean, some, I mean, sometimes just, you know, we just do some theory talking and just make fun of the person who makes it has a shocker. And But, no, no, it, it's been a lot of good fun. And, and I love it. We've already done about 10 episodes now. And, yeah, we, I think we've got the formula right. And, you know, we're just – filling in that sort of space in between the Mando finale and, and the Bad Batch. And, you know, there's just so much good content on Disney Plus as well. I mean, you know, WandaVision was pretty good. Um, and I have a feeling that uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be really, really good. I'm, I'm super pumped for that. Um, yeah. I, I'm very excited for Mephesto and Winter Mephesto. I think it's going to be very, very, very good. Um, now, do you guys get that drop the same week we do? Yeah, you're not going to like it. We get it the exact moment it comes out. And for you okay. guys, I'm guessing is it midnight or 3 a.m.? Something like that. 3, 3 a.m. East Coast time. So, and, and that's where sort of like this whole roundtables and pre-shows were – I was invited to because I wasn't really eyeballed up with caffeine or anything. It, it drops at 7 p.m. Friday night, our time. So, you know, you work, organize a nice dinner, and then bang, prime time, the show comes on. And mm-hmm. uh, whereas everyone else is like sort of doing their, you know, shows and live reactions and everything, it's like 5, 6 a.m. And sometimes the band, you know, the, you can see, I mean, I've, I've had one where the, one of the hosts fell asleep on live on air. He was just so tired. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like, like this. And like, no, it was just like, dude, wake up. Um, no, we, we don't so, know yeah. anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> we used to record a little mm. later in the evening, especially when I got home from work, and there would be times. So we're going to... Yeah, Derek and I were still talking, and then you'd hear Mike snore. If you didn't snore, <laughs> it would have been all good. <laughs> so um, so how did you meet your, your co-host for your show? So my co-host, like, so we all work at the Commonwealth Bank, so the... It's one of the, the biggest banks in the country here, so we're all bankers and lenders and stuff. Oh, so, so part of the banker clan. Banker clan, yes. The banking guild. The guild. Banking yes. guild. The banking guild. <laughs> and uh, so, and it's quite funny. So, yeah, he, Dylan works at, at, at a brand. I was sort of like his mentor sort of thing. And, you know, he loves he loves Marvel and Star Wars, so we were bound to get along. Um, and then... One of the girls in the office, her husband is a big Star Wars fan. He reached out, and and then eventually I just said, "Look, guys, this is what I want to do. I'm, I want to be. A, I want you to be a part of it." They were like, "Yes, yes, yes." I, if I did all the heavy lifting, I got, I got, you know, got all of us, mm. all of our stuff set up. Um, just, you know, I do all the editing and stuff. But uh, we're trying to do it where they, you know, we're going to share the load a bit. But cause especially if I'm about to have a child, um, it'd be good if someone else could do the editing and sort of. Dylan does the proof listening to make sure, you know, I haven't had a shot. I mean, early on when I was, I had to teach myself how to edit and um, doing that on like GarageBand is not fun when Adobe Audition is just so user-friendly and easier. Yeah. Um, now we've got the rhythm going really well and 
it's almost to the point where you don't even need to edit much stuff because the chat's just good enough. You don't, you can just leave it. Um, so that's pretty good. And, uh, and, and yeah, once, some- once you discover how you want your show to sound, like for us, we I keep the ums, the uhs, the breath noises, um, the brain farts like I had at the beginning of the show. It all gets left in because, you know, when you listen to, to morning drive time radio or, or afternoon drive time radio, it's there as well. And there, there's no cutting it out. No one complains about it. So and I, I kind of want to keep that same vibe with, with us, that natural, organic feel to the show. No, I agree. I mean, there was one time we literally started the show and I was doing the intro and I got this text. I forgot to put my phone on silent. Text message mm-hmm. goes off, you know, just three guys burst into laughter. And I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not editing that out. That's funny. That's 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 real. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. we left it and uh, it got some funny feedback. And, and, and yeah, I, I find keeping it as natural as possible Um Makes it more real. Makes it more fun. It does. Because if it sounds too robotic, I get people get turned off. I know I get turned off, and you know I I, look, I hear people talk about how they want to edit their shows and and how much they edit. I'm like, you only did a thirty minute show. Why are you spending twenty five hours editing the show? Mm. That's, that's yeah, too long. I've got to the point where Geek Watch One that we do, we've done six years now. We record about an hour and 20 minutes a week, and it takes me about 25 minutes to do all the editing and posting. <laughs> exactly. No, that's cool. That's the way it needs to be. And, and it's easy, though. And, like, as, you know, life gets a bit more busier and, you know, we're moving out of the sort of work-from-home sort of transitioning phase, um, you know, my, my – my, free time for podcasting and hobbies has diminished sort of thing, especially with the baby coming so soon and, you know, preparing mm. for all that. So like, you know, in the past I would be like, you know, I would edit straight away. As soon as we record, bang, I don't care. It's like midnight. Let's go for it. Sometimes that like gets pushed out a day and, you know, you yep. slow yep. release. Yep. Oh, you'll, you'll learn how to have the baby sitting on the shoulder and you're doing everything one handed. Yep. Trackball comes in handy for that. Okay. Well, I mean, as you can see, I put all my pops. They used to be on the on the on the entertainment on the bottom. I built that sort of joinery where they're nice and high, so that they are out of reach and <laughs> baby proof. They'll be safe. They'll be safe for at least ten years before he starts to climb <laughs> and try and sell try and sell them or something. <laughs> three years. Well, the nice thing is pops as long as um, if. Well, the nice thing with pops, if you take them out of the box, because the box is nice, because you can always put them back in it. They're pretty durable. <laughs> Yeah. Now the Star Wars ones might be a problem because they're bobbleheads, but the regular pops are pretty durable. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. The Star Wars and the Marvel ones, they tend to uh, if you drop them, they tend to pop their heads off. Not that I've done it, but you know, I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I had a three-year-old come over once, and they used to just be all out, out of the box and on display, and she just went bang, and just I was like, all right. <laughs> A new strategy, and and, and uh, I built this sort of like joinery fortress of solitude for my toys, and they're now behind glass and they're high, so uh, everything's nice and safe for as long as people. I might as well put locks on the on, on the cabinets though, just just to keep it really safe. Yeah. That that's the way you keep it safe is put a lock because until you get the lock, they're not safe. True. <laughs> Trust me, I'm the only dad on this show, and yeah, went through it all. <laughs> Now she's old enough to have her own stuff, as nice. she does. So and she still wants yours. Yeah. Well, she she's made the comment recently. She goes, "I'm 11, and you have more toys than me." I'm like, "They're not toys; they're collectibles." 
<laughs> and mine are narrowed down to a specific thing or specific group of things while yours are still all over the place. So pick, pick a pick a swim line. <laughs> exactly. Um, where can people find you online? Yeah, you can find. We, we funnily enough, we um we got Instagram blocked recently. Um, what? Really? Yeah, we are, we, we, we are only around. F- Thank you. I, I feel like you haven't made it unless your Instagram's been been blocked off by uh, by Instagram <laughs> or Facebook. Couldn't get it back. So we're now three M A B Y podcast on Instagram and on Twitter we're TMABY podcast. So that's where you can find us and you find me, Matt underscore mole at Twitter and uh, the same for Instagram. And yes, yeah, that's, that's where I tend to reside on the internet. I'm pretty, uh, pretty vocal uh, on anything Star Wars Marvel. I, I, I enjoy some banter. I mean, the other day I was just tweeting about, it was Rebels Remember Day and uh, me, and a, me and one of the guys were just going back and forth about uh about Kane and Ezra, and that, that that turned into a show, about an hour and a half show. We were just dis- discussing wow. rebels, so it's always <laughs> always good to uh, to engage with people online. Very cool. Well, we thank you for uh, taking the time out of your day in the future uh, to join us in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and no butterfly effects went and happened, so the timelines are still fine. Space time continuum is still intact. Um, so so far, <laughs> so far, uh, yeah, so, so far. Thank you again. Wish wish your other co-hosts were able to join us, but, but this is what they get from not taking an extended lunch and, and hopping on. No, <laughs> apologies for that. Like, um, yeah. Callan, he's not a banker. He he's wife's a banker, but uh, he has a he has a conference all day today. And I hoped he could get the, his, a long lunch break. And then Dylan is just so under the pump that uh, I even thought about just getting him to come sit side by side with me at home. But uh, unfortunately, we couldn't we couldn't make it work. But uh, no, nah, so grateful to be uh, be involved today, and great to meet you guys. And look forward to oh, staying pleasure. in touch. I will I will definitely say we have had guests on from Canada uh, from Quebec region. You are our first guest podcaster from overseas. Oh, wow. Uh, we did have um, – Ken and I talked with uh, the – the he was the the, the stunt body, essentially. He was a Wookiee. He, he was a Wookiee, but he was also the uh, – I want to say body double, but that's not the right term. He was, he was the body of Snoke. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and then I just recently uh, interviewed, actually it was two weeks ago, interviewed uh, Kevin Scott. Oh, nice, nice. For the show. And both of them are, are from England. So, so yeah, you, you, are, you are the furthest away uh, that, excellent, we've been, excellent. that we've had. So it was awesome. And hopefully uh, get you back on in the future. No, no, thanks very much, guys. Really appreciate it. No problem. Yeah. Good, good luck on the and new baby luck, coming. Good luck with your podcast. I, I hope it does. Yeah, on the baby, too. I hope it all goes well. Yeah. Thank ten, you. Thank you. Ten episodes is a great milestone. It makes it just so much easier from here. Hard part is getting to that ten episode. Well, seven and then ten. So uh, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> you guys are able to keep it going. No, no, we'll keep the momentum going and uh, and, and, and the content coming. I think I think with Star Wars, there's this you know, Bad Batch is going to run for three months. Then we have Andor, Kenobi, Boba Fett, 
Mando 3. I think there's going to be a yeah. lot to talk about over the next two years. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic. Rangers of the New Republic. Uh, eventually the Visions. Rogue Squadron. Visions. Rogue Squadron Acolyte. movie with uh, Patty Jenkins, Acolyte. So much coming. Well, all of the High Republic stuff. I mean, there is High Republic everywhere right now. Yes. I know. Yes, very much. If, so. if you if you can't keep a podcast going in this in this in this in this world, then uh, it speaks more about the podcast yeah. than the content. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, again, thank you for for joining us uh, this week. Go check out Three Men and a Baby Yoda. Uh, you can find them most anywhere you find pod, your your podcast. And on that note, give the evacuation code signal. I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. I felt a great disturbance in the force. Dragon Con 2021 is scheduled for Liberty Weekend, and whether it's an in-person event or once again goes virtual, the Dragon Con Report podcast crew will cover the con right up to the big event. So sit back with your bucket of brown, dragon's mead, apple pie, or whatever your beverage of choice, and tune in to the latest news, notes, interviews, discussions, and even a dragon tale or two on the Dragon Con Report, a proud member of the ESO Network. Check us out at dragonconreport.com. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This has been a Weeby Geeks production.